Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned running guru, Dr. Jason Karp, on one of his workshops or certifications and learn winning training methods to improve physiological factors of running fitness and performance and distinguish yourself as a running expert. Dr. Karp has written books such as Running for Women, Run Your Fat Off, and The Inner Runner. And brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health offers a full line of nutrition and supplement products for athletes and those seeking better health. And if that's not enough, we are also brought to you by 361. Get the best in athletic performance, cross-training, running sneakers, men and women's fitness, gear, and apparel. For codes and promos, go to twofitcrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Are you ready for episode 30? 30, 30, 30. It is, I can't even believe we're at 30 already. That's nuts. Nuts. Yeah, having fun. Okay, we're going to just drop the mic for a second. Episode 29. Did everyone get a chance to listen to episode 29? Dude, my favorite. I love those guys. Mindy, Bruce, the Milrays, One Day to Wellness. The creator of Tabata Bootcamp, the gliders, you name it. I mean, presenters of the universe mm-hmm. literally have won every award in fitness. Um, Mindy was a. I I was listing them when I was doing like the write up for the the you know the the blog post for the podcast, and like I had to stop writing because there was just so many awards and everything that she had won. It was pretty amazing. They and, are amazing yeah. people. Yeah. And then Bruce, you know, he comes in with his uh with his health issues that, you know, needed some health and nutrition and I I I had to apologize to Christine because I was such a mic hog during <laughs> the episode because it's just right up my alley. It was plant-based nutrition and it was exercise and it was fitness and all the people that they were, you know, that they are um uh, associated with in their efforts are People that I, you know, are like my go-tos for health and, you know, nutrition, uh, you know, Michael Greger and uh, uh, Dr. Bernard, who's the you know, Physicians Committee for Responsible uh, Medicine and, you know, just like all this stuff. I was like a geek. I know some, I know some quality people, Brian. No, 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 big league. You know? I'm big time. not bringing in anyone big that's, you know. And Brian got excited. He was like a dog. His tail was wagging. He was like, <gasps> I was like, can we talk about this? <laughs> but honestly, they were amazing people. They have left their house for the year and are traveling in a huge RV that says One Day to Wellness with vegetables all over it across the country to spread their word and give um, certifications and teach people about nutrition and plant-based and what that can do to fight disease and make you healthier and, and fitness and just listen because it's that good. Evidence-based nutrition was the was the key term to that. That's evidence-based. It. So today, you are going to hear episode 30. We've made it to thir- this is crazy. I'm really excited. We've made it to episode 30 and you're going to hear from Elena Sanders who is an amazing maverick in the fitness industry. She did not start out in fitness. You're going to find out her amazing story of how she evolved and got to where she is. And in fact, she has created Get Pulsed, which is a program that is a dance fitness program, but also uses toning and weights in a very safe, effective way. Super fun. And by the way, she is also nominated this year for Idea Fitness Instructor of the Year. For those of you who don't realize this or don't know about Idea, it is the 
fitness convention in the world, um, bigger than almost any other one on the planet. And that's super huge. She's going to make some amazing changes to this world. And uh, what else? So she's also a professor of business and marketing. So she actually wrote the very first college textbook uh, for social media and you know how to use it and you know and so she works with uh, within the fitness industry to help fitness professionals promote their businesses on social media free worldwide access to you know everybody pretty much on the planet with a phone in their pocket or or however so uh, you know listen all that and a big brain too so it was really uh, just a great conversation she's a great person it was awesome a I giver and for those of you that are not you know in the fitness industry just looking for a new just looking for some new motivation, inspiration, and even if you don't have a fitness business, we all need to use social media. If you have any sort of business or want to tell people about anything you have going on, she was a great get resource. a listen. Yeah. yeah, we should be people should be paying for this information that she's given out today. So sh- you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> so without further ado, here we go. Episode thirty-two: Fit Crazies and a microphone. Peace. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing? I'm fantastic. Always fantastic. Good That's Friday, but they're all good. All Fridays are it's good. It's all good. It's TGI Good Fitness. That's what I added into that. Instead <laughs> of TGI right. Fitness. Hashtag. I know, I'm such a dork. It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. Oh, did you, by the way, did you all hear um, who's laughing in the background? Because we have the amazing, talented, smart, beautiful, I can go on, but you know what? You guys are going to get a taste of her in a little bit. Um, Elena Sanders is with us today, and she is just phenomenal, and I can't wait for you to hear all about her. Just another maverick in the fitness industry. And Brian, we are up to podcast 30. 30. Unreal. 30. This was a, I thank you. Thank you. We, uh, you know, Elena, we started out kind of like, you know what? We had a lot to say and we wanted to make change in the industry, which we're going to talk to you about today. And I always say, if, if you don't have a platform, what do you do? Do you cry about it or do you? Make one. Make one. And this is really where we're at. So Elena is going to be joining the Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast library of just game changers and people who want to get out in this world and make a difference and make a statement. And Elena is someone that I remember the first time I came across Elena, it was at an SCW fitness conference. And I remember her walking into a room and they say some people enter a room and some people arrive and really that is that is elena she has a presence a presence she demands attention and she gets it and it's amazing because there 
are people out in this world that, you know, kind of sit back and are like, well, you know, I have these ideas and I want to make change and, and maybe they don't, but you know what? You're someone who is not going to sit back and that is so cool. And we are so happy to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So it's two fit crazies and another crazy. Good. I'm a- Three fit crazies. <laughs> That's it. Crazies. We got room for more. That's it. That's how it works. Crazy's good like that. Yeah, crazy is crazy. Uh, that makes more you different. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You better believe it. I love it. So, Elena, talk to us. You are originally from New Orleans, correct? Yes. How do you um, say it? New we say New Orleans, but people say New Orleans, but it's either or how you say it. But I'm, I'm from New Orleans, but also I went to school in a little small town outside of New Orleans, which is called Covington, Georgia. I mean, Covington, Louisiana, <laughs> but I live in Covington, Georgia. Isn't that was crazy. I get it mixed up all the time. But it's like, a, um, you know, New Orleans is like an island. So you have to cross the bridge to get into the city. So I live on the outskirts across the bridge. So. All right. Beautiful. I, I love it down there. It's amazing. So awesome. Yeah, great, great people. So Elena, you have some amazing programs going on, but before we talk about that, how in the world I know that you did not start in the fitness industry and Brian, you didn't start with nutrition and coaching and, and fitness. <laughs> no. I and was a, I was an investment banker, Elena, and then I taught um at the high school and coached and had always had fitness on the side for about fifteen, right. twenty years and now uh, we're both quitters because we decided, you know what, there's something in your heart that talks to you. And when you get up in the morning, if you don't feel that this is the right thing, many people do it their whole lives. People like you, people like us, that's not good enough. You you feel like there's a there's almost a greater calling, right? Right. So, so how did it happen? There, there's a there's a purpose for everybody. When you walk in your purpose, it always just it's easy sailing. Um, I went to school for television, radio broadcasting. I was going to be the next news anchor on a station. I was going to be the next Oprah Winfrey. But what they do not tell you in school that when those people are on those stations, <laughs> they die there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's really hard to get into that market unless you start in a small market in Timbuktu. So I did some stuff with CNN, but realized that that was not my passion at the moment, but always just doing stuff with media entertainment was something that I love doing. I also used to own a, a very successful modeling agency here in Atlanta. A lot of people don't know that. A lot I didn't people know that. Even know that about me, but the fitness people don't know that wow. about me. So I managed a whole lot of models and some famous ones as well. In the, I had my own HC here in Atlanta, and I had clients. I booked a lot of models on the Queen Latifah show when she had her show. Um, Tommy Hilfiger was one of my clients, Versace. So I had a modeling agency where I actually taught models how to walk, all that stuff. I taught at modeling schools, and I taught and trained models. <laughs> really weird. Um, and so that was my background. I come from a beauty pageant background. I have 25 beauty pageant crowns. Wow. And so I started off in that industry where it was, that was my first edge. You know, in fitness, you get that edge. Yeah. That was like my first competitive edge. And so actually pageants paid for my full ride of, of college education. I also had a scholarship in vocal music performance. I used to sing opera. So a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Elena, I have heard you sing and it's yeah, amazing yeah, because she sings yeah. some of her songs when she do. does her. Do. 
performances? I create fitness music. So that's where it came. And so I wound up in education. My parents were educators. They were public school educators. And so I wound up teaching college, which is business and marketing is what I teach. And I wrote the first college textbook on social media marketing for Pearson Education. So I've been teaching that for a while, became a business chair, been in, in education for about 11 years at that time. And then the school that I was a business chair closed down. Um, they laid everybody off. And I'm like, okay, where am I gonna, what I'm going to do now? So they gave us a great service package. So I'm not going back into the corporate America right now. So I'm just going to go back into the industry of working out. Fitness was always a part of my life because I was a cheerleader and because I did a lot of things with fitness. So what I did was I took some time out and went to some classes. And started, you know, doing some training, get more into fitness, taking a lot of dance fitness classes. And I had a lot of students that were in the class that were watching me more than watching the instructor. <laughs> and so they was like, you need to be an instructor. I was like, no, nah, I'm just here to work out while I'm laid off. So I was like, no, nah, that's not, not for me. And so I just kept hearing it over and over and over. And then my sister said, you need to go and get certified. And so once I got certified, it was smooth sailing because I don't think on a local gym level, I think differently. <laughs> so um, once I did that, it was smooth sailing. So that's actually how I got into fitness. I had people who were in classes encourage me saying, you need to be an instructor because we're watching you. We're not watching the person up front. Um, you're entertaining. So thank God for that. And that's how I actually wound up in the fitness industry. It's a great story. It's you know that's one of the things that I found that we, when we do talk to people is is their intro and how they arrived in in the fitness industry, and it's always unique. Like I kind of ended up in the fitness industry almost through my running injuries. I, you know, I run a lot, and 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 I ended up in physical therapy, and and then you know and and there was just like that was kind of like my in. I saw that I can get stronger by doing these things, and then mm -hmm. you know people started asking me questions, obviously, and that kind of led to yeah. me, you know, going down the chain. Christine was a a, you know, successful high school athlete that went into college and then it just kind of evolved from there. I mean, you're Do you like, know, you know, what's funny. And I, I don't know if I've told this before. The way that I actually got into the fitness industry is that I was playing volleyball in college. Um, and I had some girls on my team that were like, you're like an energizer bunny. Like you should be a fitness instructor and blah, blah, blah. And, and it was my junior year. And I'm like, I would never do that. Those girls are like, what, because when you're an athlete, you think of that's not, you know, that's not, it. you know, I'm sure it's so easy and they, that's so stupid. Right. right. And that it was because of teasing and I had an extra, you know, semester of courses cause I'd finished a little early. So I took the anatomy and kinesiology of exercise because they teased me about being an energizer bunny and I knew I was going to grad school and it would be extra money. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's cool. I'll just take my national exam and like do kickboxing right. and learn aerobics. You know, our step touch are great fine. Mm -hmm. And that's <laughs> like literally it was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken because I was, you know, majoring, I was going to do, I was in business and in English. So those were my two and how the hell I came out and, you know, did all this, the fitness stuff following up was, you know, really that's what it is. And now you got a podcast. <laughs> right. And who, and you know, about fitness, right. That's right. So get pulsed. How, what, what is it? Is it's dance oriented, right? It's dance themed. Yeah. Get pulses dance thing, but it's focused on dance and toning. Um, a lot of dance fitness programs out there is it's more focused on just the cardio aspect. But how it started when I was actually teaching another dance fitness brand, I used to always incorporate dumbbells with dance. 
And so I had a lot of my students saying, I, I'm losing the weight from the cardio, but I'm not toning my body. And I don't want to go out there with the big guys because I'm not ready yet. So what do I need to do? So I always found ways to incorporate the dumbbells and the squats and stuff in the dance workouts. And so it actually, they started seeing results. And I always stated every time my students would work out, I always say, come on, let's get pulse. Let's get, let's get pulse. And I thought my marketing brain thought, wait a minute. Nice. That's <laughs> damn this good. Is the going to be called. <laughs> and so that's where it came from. And I always was the instructor that had different music. If a new song was out there, I went and got it remixed because I wanted it to be different from everybody else. I didn't want to, because when you're teaching certain fitness programs, you have to utilize their music. So I wanted to make a little bit different. So when they came to my class, they had a different experience and they only could hear that music in my class. And so I was known for having the good remixes. And then I started going into the studio and writing and creating my own fitness music and matching the music to the dance movements so they could remember them better. And then I also sing my cues. And so people used to call me the singing fitness instructor. And so that's how it all came about. And then once I actually created it and got it um, accredited, I started doing master classes and trainings to get more instructors to teach the program. All right. This is going to be just the first time I ask you this. Give us an example of a singing cue. Okay. If you're, if we're going side, side, front, back, I say, go side, side, take it front, hand back. Go side, and what happens is they start I love singing you. with me. So what happens is they start singing it with me. They go side, side, front, and back. So it makes them remember the cue and the steps, so they're not fumbling over their feet. So the, the mental part is working with the body to say, I need to take, go this way, or I say, go left and right. So they're singing the cues to themselves, and they're also doing the movements. So they're focusing on the exercise and not just dance. And so that's why I do that. And it just came naturally to me. It wasn't something that said, oh, let me just start singing my cues. It's like singing. So <laughs> so I started doing that in class because it made them pay more attention and saying to the right, to the left, to the front, to the back, especially those who are used to hearing people vocalizing their cues. So I had to try to give them something different to where they pay attention. I love it. It's so oh, fun. Thank you. Yeah. And that's the most important thing we talk about is that you what's different about the you know the leaders in fitness right now is that we've lost gone are the days where we're going to bring you in and just kill you and gone are the days right. where you're crawling out of classes and right. we've been hearing this over and over again and i think that this is one of our you know really one of our messages that that's getting out there is that you have to come in and find something that you feel is fun and right. with that idea of get pulsed that idea of we're going to bring in some toning to dance because I don't know how many times I've heard over the last 15 years, Christine, I take this dance class four times a week. Yeah. I'm not losing any weight and I'm not changing. I said, well, well, number one is that maybe you're only burning 300 calories and now you're going home and eating a pizza thinking that that's, you know, going to help. But what else are you adding? Can you add some, you know, some lightweights? Can you add something that's toning just to, to mix it up a little bit and, it's really something that's very important because not everyone feels comfortable in a kickbox class. Not everyone feels comfortable, you know, doing, you know, major exercises at, at first. And whether you're someone who dances, this is such a great thing to try. And then making it fun and making them remember is, is just another added. Right. 
benefit to this. I, I find it when I do that, sometimes I don't even, if because you know, in dance fitness, you do the same music for like four weeks and you switch it out. So I find that sometimes they remember me singing certain parts and they start singing like, okay, what happened? Why are you not singing Lane? We know that cue goes there. So that's how they remember. So that's, that's one of the things why I do that. And we're, I'm teaching that in California at the SCW because of, of me been doing that. So now I'm going to teach people how to vocalize and sing their cues. It's so unique. It's amazing. So, so how do you teach? I mean, how, how is it that you would teach something like that? I mean, all the programs are, are unique and, and they're all a little bit different. Just kind of find it. For them. Well, well, first you need to know your music. That's one of the main things I tell every instructor. You have to know every bell, every whistle, every drop, <laughs> the bass drop. Uh-huh. You need to at least know the phrases of the song. So to be able to cue on point, you have to know and study your music. It's a little bit different if we're just doing a um, a personal training class where we just have the music as a filter. Mm-hmm. Dance fitness, you have to know the music to be able to put those steps and choreograph to it. So it's so important that instructors who teach any cardio class that's pre-choreographed to music, they have to know their music in order to successfully cue. So once they learn their music, they can take some of the words from the songs and turn it into a cue. Because when you're doing dance fitness, the the movements repeat every time. Every time that chorus comes, we're going to repeat that movement. Every time that verse comes, we're going to repeat that movement. And so if you know your music, the students actually put a relationship that every time, if we're doing 24 karat, every time Bruno <laughs> Mars says 24 karat magic, we're doing the same movement. So that's how they remember. So you have to know your music in order to be successful with cueing when it comes to any cardio class. So Elena, now you're taking Get Pulsed around the country and doing trainers and training instructors, correct? Yes. Okay. Tell our listeners right now, because we have a lot of listeners who have not heard of Get Pulsed. Obviously, you're, how old is it right now? How old is the program? It is four years old. Four, four years. years old. Brand and new. Yeah. What I like to tell people, and again, with, you know, I've been obviously prevent, uh, presenting for Play Yoga, people, I travel the country and people are like, I've never heard of this before. And I'm like, because we're barely five years old. And they're like, but we've heard of everything else. And I'm like, you know that some of these companies are like 30 years old. That right. you, and people don't realize that you hear about it because it's been 30 years of grinding and in, in the making and maybe they've got millions of dollars of investors and that's why they're on, you know, the home shopping network and, exactly. and on the infomercials. <laughs> people don't realize this. So I want you to tell everyone around here because we are, we're based at the Jersey Shore around, you know, a little closer to tri-state area by New York. Now, what, what would you tell someone like, you got to come try this program. What's, the dynamic part what's your pitch to get everyone to try because obviously we got to get you out here in our area so that's that's going to be in the making yeah the first thing i get asked is how is it different from the other one you know the main one Uh, i ask that question (laughs) and i said well how we're different is i train my instructors a lot of dance fitness programs you either go in there for eight hours you learn movement and then you're gone Mm-hmm. I train the instructors on the body, what can affect what muscle groups we're using when we're dancing. So I go more extensive in the training. So when they're actually leaving, they're more prepared. I make, I make sure I tell them that. It's kind of like you're getting your AFA certification with me, but even though it's accredited, it's kind of like you're doing that. I'm giving you all that training 
in when you're taking your instructor's training. Then I also let them know that my music is also original. So when they go to a class or somebody comes to their class, nobody's going to hear it or nobody can take your music unless they are a Get Pulse instructor. A lot of dance fitness instructors like having their own original music that nobody else can get. Um, we have choreography specialists that actually create the actual movements with me as well. And so I tell them you're getting an experience. And it's also Get Pulse also provides careers. Anytime I go out or I do anything or any conventions or expos, I bring my instructors with me so they can know how it feels to be on stage presenting to people. Because there's going to be a time where I'm going to sit my behind down. They have to take it over. I don't want to be in the forefront all the time. I want them to come and be and be the next ones to, to raise it up so I can go start something else. So that's why I bring them along with me to say, hey, and sometimes I'll go in the crowd and lead them on the stage because I want them to know how it feels. So I tell them, Get Pulse is creating a career experience for you, not just something where you can just go to the gym and make 20 to 30 dollars a class. I'm trying to provide a career for you. If you want to go into fitness and become a presenter or you want to be a master trainer, I'm here to help train you do that. So I'm providing a career. So cool. And once they are certified teachers, and you know the soundtrack, the music, and the 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 the, uh, the choreograph, uh, the choreography, is that all on a back end? Is that something that they can kind of come into like a, a site or something like that, and and get download the new music once every four weeks, like you had mentioned? Yes, instructors have their own portal where they get all the music that they learn at the training, and then we have additional music that they can get as well. Um, we update them every month with new music and new choreo, so they can always be updated with the trends. So, the, And I also do, um, I do instructors brush-up, where those who are in Atlanta, they get to have me personally, so I do that once a month. Those who are not in Atlanta, they get to watch it live. So we go over routines. If they have any questions, they can ask me any questions so they'd be able to be comfortable teaching the class. I want them to be comfortable leaving a training to go out and teach versus you come in and you get a certification and you're scared to walk into a class. The whole purpose is for you to start teaching, not to just say I'm an instructor. I see a lot of that with other fitness formats where they're just happy to say I'm an instructor, but they're not trained and they don't feel encouraged to go out and teach and i want them to be that that way where they can go out and teach an actual class so in front of the um so when you're talking to clients right we're gonna come into a gym what do you um so if i said elena what so what is get pulse it looks really cool but what is there a format is there a warm-up is there what what's the participant going to get from this aside from an awesome experience that's right. Get Pulse is a nationally accredited program through NASM and APTA. That's the first thing I would tell them. We are an accredited program. So it has been approved for dance and toning. We provide an experience to where you will also be dancing, but also focusing on the toning aspect of your body and targeting certain parts of your body. The movements that we create is focusing on the areas that you may want to tone. The glutes, the quads, the arms, all those things are focused on with our dance movements. When we're twerking, I say we're twerking for a purpose, <laughs> not just be on the floor and twerking. I'm going to show you how to get in that squat correctly. I'm going to show you how to engage your abs and your core, and then we're going to twerk that butt. So I'm going to tell you that we're going to do it for a purpose, not just to say we're out here. So that's one of the things that I tell them. You're going to get an experience that's going to feel like a fitness concert. Yes, you're going to get that, but we're going to feel like we have been empowered when we leave this actual class session and you're going to want to come back for more because you're not only going to want to come back for more because it's fun but you're going to want to come back for more because you see the results and the difference from going to other classes and not comparing it to any other class because it's original and unique but you're getting an experience that you would never receive anywhere else and that's skip pulse 
How do the weights come in? Do you use weights? Is it, is it? We use, yes, we use dumbbells. Okay. Um, you don't use, we, I train the instructors and also per AFA and NASIUM, you cannot utilize more than five pounds with movement. Okay. So what I train the instructors and I tell them you have to pay attention to your students because you're going to have somebody going to come in there. I think they, they didn't lift, they went out there and lift a couple of pounds. I think they can pick up those five pound weights and they're going to be good for a whole 60 minutes. Now realizing this is repetition, those weights are gonna feel like fifty pounds at the end, and we're moving. So I always tell them, okay, guys, don't be hogging in here. Uh, <laughs> it's okay to get the one pound weights, or if you start off at three, you have to go down. You feel it's too much. We're you're, we're not judging you. I always tell them this is your fitness, what you put in, what you put out. And so don't compare yourself to anybody else in this class because it's your workout. Everybody in this class is different on different fitness levels. So if you feel you picked up weights that are too heavy. Go get the small ones because I also show them the proper way to utilize the weights when they are moving. I can relate. I, can I work relate. A, with a lot of runners, oh. and you know they're not so strong. And I actually have them kick their shoes off, and I have them use their shoes as 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 the weights because it's just light enough, and it just lets them go through the motions and do some of those things. And uh, it, it, a little bit goes a long way. Five pounds it is a lot does. for that. It does. So. Let's flip this. And one of the things I want to tell the listeners is that Elaine has got a great story. She's got the Get Pulse program with the music and the singing and the and the weights and the toning and the it's fun. However, what I really love because I'm a secret nerd and nerd is is kind of you're just you love learning, right? So what's great is that I I had said you know I'd I'd come across Elena at these fitness conventions where we traveled and presented. And I remember the first time, you know, I saw her, her do a performance with, with Get Pulse. Or was it Get Pulse? Or you did a dance performance. Yeah, it was, it was Get Okay. So it was Get Pulse. I just don't want to mess that up. And it was awesome. Great energy. And many times, um, you may see people in the fitness industry that are kind of one dimensional. Mm-hmm. That, you know what? I'm here to, to literally kick your ass and that's it. And over the years, even for me, and I know for Brian, that we talk about peeling the layers of the onion. And the most successful people, the most dynamic people have many layers. So when you meet someone in the industry or anywhere else, if they are just into fitness and just into movement, it's that's one thing. Now you're going to realize that fitness is not just about one thing. It's also right. about not physically, but mentally. You've got a lot of positive messages, even before we get into your business aspect, a lot of positive messages that you deliver through this program. What are some of those? Cause I've heard them and they're, it's powerful to people. Well, some of the positive messages that I would say is that one of the things I said that we build careers, I want the instructor to feel like they are a part of Get Pulse. I want them to feel like they have a say-so. A lot of times when you start in companies and it gets to a certain level, the employee or or the the fitness instructor feel like they don't have a say-so of change within that company. If there's something that you want to see different or change, I tell them always to tell me because this is not about me. It's about the workout that you're presenting. You're out there in the trenches teaching the class. I'm not in your classrooms. So you have to be able to present this the way that you feel like you wanted to present it. I also tell them to motivate their students as much as possible because when you are a fitness instructor, then you don't realize how much energy we put out daily. There is so much energy that we put out that we could just, when we leave a class, we just feel so drained because of the, the energy that we're giving to our students because we want them to feel so energetic is that we are transferring so much of our positiveness 
to them to be so great that we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves too. So I always tell instructors, don't forget about you because you're number one. And if you don't take care of yourself, how can you relate that to your students when you're not taking care of self? So it's always to be able to take care of yourself first so you can actually give that energy back to your students. Beautiful. Now, the second thing that I wanted to peel the layer of the onion is after I see Elena presenting, then I think it was, you know, maybe later on or the next day I was walking around and I go past the classroom and I see Elena in like, I think you were in a suit, some sort of like <laughs> suit jacket, you know, hair. It, it's funny because you always had this big hair. Now you just cut it, which I'm like, yeah, wow. Right. It's like you took it back to like Missy Elliott, like, I don't know, 1990, <laughs> I don't know, 1997 or something. That's what right. I'm thinking, right? So, um, so you were, you know, you're, I see you like in, in the get pulse hole, like get up, right? And then I see you in this jacket giving a lecture to people like a room of 35 people who were super attentive. And I'm like, and I stopped and I'm like, I, I walked back and I listened, you know, I'm, I'm that voyeuristic person and I listened and I'm like, wow, she is awesome because not just do you have this layer of here's fitness and I'm a presenter and rah, 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 but it's that business savvy, that business sense. And like you were saying, you know, you came from, here's my degree. And I was in, you know, I was going to be a news anchor and I was going to do this. And I had this model. All of this is you evolving and being able to share that with everyone, it, just the universe and, and give these lectures. And I know that you also um, give courses at colleges as well. Now, what are some of the things you present about in addition to, you know, just get pulsed? Um, at the conventions, because of my background in business and education, I teach fitness professionals how to be successful through the social medias. Um, and that is not an easy task for fitness pros because we're always on the go. So I try to find to, to show them easy ways to manage their fitness business online because they have to be connected online. I also show them ways that they actually can make money online, having on demand and different things and how to build their businesses. And one of the great things from teaching these conventions is I get messages in my inbox or people tag me, say, if it wasn't for your class, I wouldn't have started this channel on YouTube. If it wasn't for your class, I wouldn't have started my on demand business. And now I have people who are clients who are watching me and paying for me to do fitness. And all I got to do is do something in my house and post it. And they're paying me a monthly subscription. So I was trying, my main goal is when I go and teach these different courses to show them different avenues of fitness, because there's going to be a time where you can't jump around the classroom anymore. So you have to find another stream of income and something that you like doing that is still doing the same realm of what you love, but you're finding a smart way to keep doing it. And so with you being able to utilize the social media, which is a free outlet and has millions of people. And I tell them all the time, when you have a business online, you're already an international business. People don't think that because Facebook and Instagram is not just in the United States of America. There are more people who are on these networks that are overseas and are in the United States of America that are watching you do your fitness business. If you go look at your followers, you're going to see people from Europe, Australia, the UK. I mean, all that's in there. And so your Facebook followers are one follower is worth one hundred and seventy five dollars. Okay. So imagine if you could sell one thing to each one of those followers that you've already made an international business online. So I always try to give them ways to where they see differently in fitness, that fitness is just not going to a gym and being able to, to teach people in a gym. You can be at home like we're right now here on Skype. I don't even have to be in the studio with you guys. We're right here doing a network and 
I'm in Atlanta, you in New Jersey. Yeah. So that's why I try to get them to see that you, I can be in Atlanta, somebody can be in Russia or somewhere else, and they are my client because I'm jumping around, showing them different things, and they're paying me a subscription to be able to get them fit without them ever having to be in the United States. So I try to show them different ways and to motivate them that they can use a different platform in fitness to stay in the industry because a lot of them think when they get a certain age that their career in fitness is over, and that's not true. Once you get a certain age, start a business where you're doing it to the seniors I mean, make it make it work for you make whatever it is work for you so i try to motivate them and show them easy ways to be able to manage that is, is there a social media site that's better than others or i mean obviously we have to connect them all right there's that's a big push right. we have to make sure that that our instagram and our facebook and all those things are connected is there a site that works best for trainers well you know instagram and facebook they, uh, Facebook owns Instagram. Owns them, right, we correct. know that. So um, for trainers, because we are phys- phys- we are more physical and visual, Instagram is a great way to get your business out there because a lot of people utilize the hashtags. They're going to go hashtag fitness or hashtag dance fitness, and they can find you. A lot of people who actually look at stuff that's on my page or not my followers, they found my hashtag. Mm-hmm, right. They found things that I put in there, fitness or dance fitness, and they're liking. I'm like, wait, that's not even my follower, but they like the topic that I'm speaking about when I'm presenting. So you, I would say Instagram is actually going to surpass Facebook, but Facebook provide, is, is an avenue for those who are not in the millennial or, <laughs> or technology sta- uh, savvy so you still have to do Facebook and Twitter now is starting to meet Facebook and Instagram because mm-hmm. Twitter now has Twitter Live and has Twitter moments like stories. So they're trying to get like Facebook and Instagram. So don't overlook Twitter because if you're trying to reach someone directly, Twitter is the place to be because they answer quickly on Twitter. So you have to know how to, to actually work the different networks, but you have to find the network that fits you. Everybody cannot. I mean, I try to tell people to try to get on all three of them. But if you if that if Twitter is not for you, don't use it. <laughs> but if Instagram is something where, you know, you can do a, a one minute video and then say, hey, if you want to see the full video, go to my page on Facebook. That's how you get them off of Instagram to go to your page on Facebook. If they're interested, they're going to go to Facebook and follow you on Facebook as well to watch the entire video. So you just have to make it more enticing and exciting for them to be able to want to follow you and do different things. So I would have to say Instagram is probably right now is going to surpass Facebook is, is growing really fast because social media, people don't like reading anymore uh-huh. they have to watch videos and they want to see a photo. So Instagram. Okay. It's funny. I would say the, uh, anyone that's a millennial or, you know, younger is like, you use Facebook. I'm like, yeah, because right. people who use Facebook are older and you know what people have that are older money. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I'm never getting rid of Facebook because the people that are older, they tend to be really important. And think about the clientele, you know, as we're living older, you know, as we're, as our, you know, our lifetime, or we're, we're just living longer. Right. So, right. It, exactly. I mean, this is, this is something that's huge. And I love the fact that you said, you know, all of us, we kind of go through different, you know, different phases in life and that, you know what, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I may not be I may not be running marathons or big, huge races when I'm 85. I mean, I'm hoping to be okay. You might have to scale However, down a few less miles. But I feel like, you know, I want to be healthy and I want to make sure that, you know, just like you, that we are, we are reaching people that, 
you know, that need to be reached. And we don't have to be killing ourselves every second of the day in order to help people. And I'm not saying that we don't reach people that are five years old to 85 years old, but there's a place for you at the time. And I love the fact that you can share that with, with everyone, because sometimes our listeners get discouraged because they're like, you know what? I, I can't run 10 miles or I, I don't, I don't have time for, you know, f- to go to the gym and take, get pulsed. And now you're saying, all right, we can do it online or we can find people here. That's exactly. huge, huge for, exactly. for everyone. Social media, social media is so big that there is no excuse nowadays not to be healthy, <laughs> but I mean, we, we're going to find it. People are going to find an excuse, but their fitness is everywhere, whether it's, and people are giving away fitness for free on mm-hmm. social media. As any, as any, you will always see some kind of workout on social media and some idea to do something at home, but you have to uh, utilize those networks and realize that and make it work for you, that there is something for you at every stage of your life and social media is going to help you get there how much time do you spend just curious a day on social media oh my god not only do i manage my accounts i also manage some other clients accounts okay so you may be um speaking to somebody you could be talking to me and so i have to be on social media to manage those accounts so I'm on there all the time. My phone is like attached to my hand, like it's super glued to my hand sometimes. <laughs> and um, it's a part, it's my accessory. So um, I would have to say I probably spend probably 20 to 20 minutes out of every two hours I'm on social media. Um, and it's amazing. The first thing I do after I say, thank you, Jesus, when I wake up in the morning, I'm doing this <laughs> to check my page. I do that. Because that is, it's my business, you know, and, and some people is like, how do you manage that? You just have to find time. And it's a, it is can be a full time or part time mm-hmm. job. It actually doesn't sound like a whole lot. 20 minutes out of two hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for somebody whose business it actually is to be on social media. I see people use it a whole lot more than that. Yeah, you have to time it to based on how many posts you post a day. You have to know based on your your followers right. when your followers are online. Right. And that's the great thing about Facebook and, and Instagram. They provide you with those insights. You have to study them to know, okay, my followers are on a lot at 7 p.m. I need mm-hmm. to post at 7 p.m. And the great thing, there's are applications that are out there to help you schedule this stuff if you're sure. not on. So there's ways to manage your social media without you actually being on there physically, but it, it, it builds up the algorithms and the organic um, algorithms when you're actually doing it yourself. Yeah. Four years ago, I was working with the local field hockey team, the girls. I teach them some running and, and uh, you know, footwork and agility things and, and get them fit for the season. And it came up that, uh, you know, I, I didn't have an Instagram account. This was about four years ago. So, you know, this was uh, going back. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, the, you know, I, I said, I don't have an Instagram account. And they hit me with like the what? You know, they, they got me with that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the following week I went back and I said, Hey, I got an Instagram account, you know, and I was, I was new to it. And, um, so I guess what I'm, what I'm getting to is Brian was not friends with all of these young children no, 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 on no, no, Instagram no. is Obviously. where we're just going to, no, I just wasn't as <laughs> hip as they were. I'm still, you know, not friends with, with any of them. Uh, but I guess what I'm, what I'm asking is what do you see coming up next? What's on the forefront? I mean, Snapchat, Snapchat is, is a hot one right now. Yeah. What do you see? Where do you think it's going? Well, a lot of the millennials are moving to Snapchat. They're they're moving over to well, they already been there, but as if as you know, that's how Instagram is starting to look like a Snapchat format. Snapchat was out first, 
and Facebook offered to buy Snapchat and because Snapchat turned them down, that's when they bought Instagram to try to make it look like Snapchat to make a comp- competition. Okay. So a lot of your, your, your millennials now are moving to the Snapchat format. And the great thing about Snapchat and now Facebook has it now is the customized filters. I don't know if you ever seen me at um, the SCW. I have a customized filter where in those who come to my actual sessions, they take a picture with my customized filter that says you attended the session with the lane at the bottom and it has my picture smiling. They could take their picture and that's instant promotion for you. And it actually posts on Facebook and it has the SCW logo to see where they are. So that's the great thing about Snapchat. Snapchat now is helping with branding nice. where you're branding more. And now Facebook has that feature. So that's, so a lot of your millennials are definitely moving in that Snapchat area. Um, I'm not a huge Snapchat fan because I like the the features it has, but for business related and some of my clients, they're not ready for Snapchat yet. But if I if for those millennial companies, Snapchat is actually the next thing that's moving out. Interesting. And Pinterest, yeah. Pinterest has been great, but Pinterest is for more of your your housewives who at home posting different things. But now statistics is showing that now a lot of millennials are going to Pinterest. I mean, just for, just for the podcast, we use all of them except for Snapchat right now. We use Pinterest. Snapchat makes me crazy. Instagram. I don't know why I just hate Snapchat. It's like the one that I just refuse to learn. Ugh, right. I don't know. But it'd be great for your podcast because you guys are too crazy. We are. <laughs> and Snapchat does the funny little stuff where you can make funny faces. So it may be great for your your podcast. I gotta get it back on my phone. Consider it done. We're on it. That's it. We got it. <laughs> yeah. So look, look at that. We were able to steal a little free advice there. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. <laughs> so here's here's my question to you. Five years from now. Okay. What do you see going on? Where Five do you want to be? From now, I, I see me as an international presenter because that's my goal is to move into the international market and become an international presenter. I also see Get Pulse running itself with that, without me, meaning that I have master trainers that are just taking it over. They're, they're in all different markets, just bringing new faces into the brand and creating something different and fresh um, for the brand. Um, I definitely want to continue fitness education because I, I, I found something that I love doing. I want to make that a full-time career. So moving into the international market is where I'm trying to go to actually move on, on that arena and teaching dance fitness. Cause I teach dance. I teach fitness pros how to effectively choreograph for dance fitness, which is a hard thing. So I, sh- I give them little tad bits or tidbits. People may say to actually help them choreograph for dance fitness. And they, and they get it after I actually give them this different example. So this is something I want to do is provide education and I'm an educator by nature anyway. So I just like teaching. So that's one of the things I definitely want to do in five years. I want to be on that level of, International presenter. Anywhere like specific international or any specific areas? Every convention (laughs) that is out there. Every corner of the earth. Worldwide. Every country. (laughs) Every every convention that's out there, I definitely want to be in that arena. So that's that's my plan. That's what I'm moving towards. How about the fitness industry? Where do you see the fitness industry going? Five years? I I definitely see the fitness industry changing. Because as you stated earlier, it's now a little bit about people getting into fitness because they want to get into something where they're having a good time and having fun. Um, um, A lot of the hardcore fitness will be there, but I do see it's going to be a little bit more minimal because people are now getting into that cardio. Cardio is starting to build back up. It's not 
back in the day when it was Jane Fonda and all those individuals that died down when kickboxing came out mm -hmm. and all of the insanity and all that stuff came out. And now it's coming back thanks to uh, Zumba and Beto bringing it back and making it, making it more fun. So you have more cardio, dance, fitness, paloxing, and all those things that are coming out that's trying to make it a little bit more fun. So you have a lot more pre-choreographed formats that are developing. And so you, you see a lot of those who were not into fitness before, they're actually jumping into it because they found their niche. That's the thing. People thought that they had to do personal training or do burpees all the time or do different things. So they're finding ways to stay healthy. And those pre-choreographed formats are helping people who normally don't get into fitness get into the program. Awesome. So what we want to know as well is if you had, you know, a couple pieces of advice to give using this as your platform, what are, what, what's kind of your, your real heart and soul of what you want to get out to the world with Get Pulsed, with when you go out and you talk to people, what is that, that one thing that you would leave our listeners with? I would tell them that um, Get Pulsed is a brand that will assist with your health and get you to where you need to be, but you're going to have fun doing it. Um, I'm not going to be, it's not going to be the brand that's going to pressure you to do something, but it's going to be the brand that's going to motivate you and help you and do it with you. Because as a fitness instructor, we all do struggle with health as well. We have times where we want a candy, want some candy. We have times that we want different things. So in our program, we keep it real with them. So we're doing this together. We're doing it with you. We on this journey with you. Um, we on this health journey to help so that you would stay there. We're going to help you be more accountable for it, um, whether we're posting things on social media or I'm calling you up because my students know I'll call them in a minute. Like, where are you? Why are you not in class? So that's one of the things I want to leave with them, that you're not in this alone, that somebody is there to help with you and that we all have our downfalls. We all have our flaws and we take them and run them and make them the best of it. Elena, you sing a lot at the end of your classes, a cool down. Yes, so... Is there any chorus that you may want to share with our <laughs> listeners that really may be amazing for you to end with today? I'm you know not putting what? you on the spot here. Maybe You I know, am. it just popped in my mind. I can't think of what movie it is. But um, you probably know. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. That's what I want to leave. With. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> the amazing Elena Sanders. Oh my gosh. So ask her where, where we find her. Where do we find you on? I mean, we have the textbook writer here for uh, <laughs> social media. So where do we find you? How do they uh, contact you? What, what, what do we do here? You can find me on every social media platform at Elena, A-L-A-N-A, Sanders, or Get Pulse, P-U-L-S-E-D, or GetPulse.com, or ElenaSanders.com. So every network is branded with my name or the Get Pulse brand. You can find me. Or like I heard somebody say, you could just put my name or Get Pulse in Google, and stuff will come up. And just start clicking on stuff, and you'll find me. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> I love it. Elena, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank Spread you. your positivity and your I love fierceness it. with uh, with our listeners, with the world. I'm hoping that, you know, we can bring you down to uh, the Jersey Shore where we are and get you uh, get get pulsed in some of our some of our fitness facilities and places around here because 
we need this. We need this. We need this fun. We need this movement. And uh, you are just a absolute maverick and fireball for uh, for the fitness industry. So we thank you so much. And uh, Elena, hopefully I'll see you around at some point, but we'll keep in touch. We'll get all her information out to our everything listeners. Everything will be put on the, uh, on the show notes, and uh, we'll have everything up there. And you keep it moving. Keep Thank it you moving. so much. You're and welcome. you guys still stay crazy. Still doing, <laughs> stay crazy. Crazy is good. Hey, I, good I was born that way. <laughs> we will. Absolutely. So with that said, I'm Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.